1: He really could have devoured him And from that point, then we hear a name change Rearrange the game, so now we gotta change reign Uh, so I'm here to let you know It's time to listen to the Pancake and Power Slam show Let's go Turn it up, turn it up It's the Pancake and Power Slam Turn it up, turn it up It's the Pancake and Power Slam Turn it up, turn, it up. It's turn, it up, turn it up It's the Pancake and Power Slam show Uh Turn it up! It's a pancake and power slam. Turn, it up. turn it up! It's a pancake and power slam. Turn, it up. turn it
2: up! It's a pancake and power slam. Show so, uh, on. Turn it up.
3: You are now listening to the Pancakes and Power Slam show by Crave Wrestling on Blog Talk Radio. Be sure to follow Crave Wrestling on Twitter at Crave Wrestling and join the Facebook fan page Crave Wrestling. (laughs) Episode 399, ladies and gentlemen, this is the Pancakes and Power Slam show Uh, this is fun. This is, this is really fun and exciting. Uh, this is, uh, absolutely uh, crazy and bananas. Um, how I had to do this. Uh, I do not know where in the world Elijah Burke is. (laughs) I'm gonna be, I'm gonna shoot it straight. I don't know. Uh, we were supposed to be, he was supposed to be on there. We confirmed and everything. Um, so I don't know. Uh, But the show must go on. Hopefully you can call in uh, soon. But you know how it is on the Pancakes and Power Slam show, ladies and gentlemen. You know that the show must go on. And you know that me, Chris Featherstone, is going to give you what you ask for, what you want, what you need, baby. Because i do it for you, baby. So, I don't know where Elijah Burke is. Hopefully he calls in. I'm going to shoot it straight with y'all. and uh, But at the same time, I'm going to give you a special guest regardless. Because a wrestling interview every week is what we do here on the Pancakes and Power Slam show. So, without further ado, I'm going to introduce you a special guest. He's been on the show before. He is killing it right now in the NWA. My man, Eddie Kingston, how are you tonight, sir?
0: Hey, man, what's going on? You guys hear
3: me okay? Oh, yeah, we hear you. We hear you. Um, oh, all right, all right. What's going on, man? Man, <laughs> Mr. Clutch, my brother, I appreciate you, man.
0: Nah, man, no worries, no worries, man. You caught me off guard, but no worries. Man, of course I called for you. Caught you off guard. Uh,
3: you sure yeah, yeah. you weren't expecting it? I called. I literally, I I called this guy like, like a few minutes ago, <laughs> and he yeah. answered the phone. Yeah. And about, uh, about
0: like a good fifteen minutes ago, yeah.
3: <laughs> and uh, wow, so I appreciate it, man, very very much, and uh, no, I appreciate no you coming through very, very much, man. So, uh, you know, you got to... I've I've, I've been doing this for... for, It'll be 400 episodes next week. uh, Nice. Yeah, man. I appreciate it. And um, you've been on the show. This is your third time, I believe, on the show. And, uh, man, I I appreciate it. And and it's going to be fun. We're going to talk about some NWA. But I definitely want to make sure that I thank you very, very much for just being in the clutch. And I'm sure that all... My people listening uh, live right now and also on the audio is going to uh, give you a special thank you. So everybody who's listening Mm -hmm. right now, everybody's listening to the audio, archive, whatever, y'all better text Eddie Kingston. I mean, you better tweet him. Tweet Eddie Kingston
0: (laughs) and give him a special,
3: special thank you, a shout out, share his tweet, share his NWA stuff, do whatever. Thank him for coming literally in the clutch on the Pancakes of Power Sam show so I can stay true to having a wrestling interview every week on the show. So Thank you once again, sir.
0: No, man. Thank you, man. Thank
3: you, guys. Absolutely. So let's talk about some NWA, man. Uh, You know, you're one of the favorite people. uh, You've been on the show before, and I've talked about how good I... how much I love your promo and how how much I just enjoy your promo. You talked before just how, uh, how... how important it is to you because you really put a lot of feeling in it and put a lot of emotion in it to make it real, make it make it tangible for people and interesting to people. And mm-hmm. uh, you know, and, and I and I see that you know with with NWA because the NWA I grew up watching the NWA, and you know NWA I think you fit right in because first of all your promo just is it's really. Uh, your promo is really on point, and like I said before,
2: right.
3: and and I think that one th- one of the things that really uh, got me hooked as a kid in the NWA was the fact that um, promos. I mean, that's the reason why I like promos now because promos is what got me hooked as a kid when I was you know in the '80s watching Dusty Rhodes baby and the Nature Boy Ric Flair you know, and just uh, Sting, my all-time favorite. Uh, so, going back, you know, going to the NWA yourself now and being a part of that culture now, part, as part of the revived version of the NWA, how do you kind of go back and kind of type of, how was the, the older promos influencing your current NWA run?
0: Oof. ah. Uh to to be honest, you know what I mean? Like the NWA, like that means a lot to, to a lot of wrestlers. And I felt like I had a responsibility, not just to, you know, have good matches and good promos there, but be able to, to shine real, like real well, you know what I mean? Cause mm-hmm. I know it represents so much to sort like different people. Yeah. And, uh, I just you know, I just went out there, man, and I try to take influence and everything from the past, you know what I mean, to the present and then shape yep. it and make it me. So that that's all I can do, you know what I mean, in the ring and out of the ring.
3: Yeah, absolutely. So unfortunately, you know, I'm I want y'all to be tag team champions, you and Homicide. Mm-hmm. Uh was it uh, was it Billy Corrigan? Was it Dave Lagana? Uh how did you get the, 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 the call or the reach uh to uh, come to the NWA, and, you know, how, who made it a package deal with you and Homicide?
0: Um, I believe Homicide got the call first, uh, mm-hmm. that they wanted to use both of us, then I got the call. And uh, it was not really that crazy of a story. It was, hey, we want you here these days. Can you do it? And I'm like, yep, yep, and that was it. You know what Nothing too interesting or backstagey. <laughs> like no inside baseball here, you know? Yeah, sure, absolutely, yeah.
3: Now, as far as just uh, the, the the tag team deal, I know that uh, you guys tape, you know, weeks weeks of episodes uh, in advance. Uh, now, you are you su- supposed to be a part of the pay per view, you and Homicide, or are you going to be in the next of tapings?
0: Uh, as of right now, you never know. <laughs> I like yeah. to leave that open. I don't want to give that away.
3: Yeah, cliffhanger.
0: Yeah.
3: <laughs> well, I ask the hard where, questions. Where? You can where?
0: Dodge where? The where I'll give you a little inside baseball. We're we're still in talk with our NWA about a contract. We're still in talk.
3: Oh, nice. So okay. Who all knows? Right.
0: All right. So, so who knows? You know what I mean?
3: Yeah, absolutely. All that
0: stuff. We got to talk. And, that, and
3: that's yeah. it. Well, well, I'm wishing the best for you all because I think that uh, the, the fans love you. I think that you and Homicide make a, an awesome babyface tag team to go against, uh, you know, uh, Royce Isaacs and, and Tom Latimer. Uh, now, two over great, the past two few
0: weeks, great guys in the ring. Two great guys in the ring. Oh, they are.
3: Yep, absolutely. Uh, you know, y'all been feeding with the Dawsons as well, and yep. I, you know, to be honest with you, as much as I, I mean, I've been a wrestling journalist for over a decade now, and, and I've been watching wrestling, period, as a fan over thirty years, close to thirty-five, and I don't recall any. You know, I follow any people to you know to an extent. I never heard of the Dawsons, but I, I've said on my show before. The good thing about NWA, the NWA is so amazing that a relatively unknown to a lot of people, the Dawsons, they've become one of the premier tag teams because the NWA is so character-driven. And, you know, promos like you and, and and so forth, a good promo knows how to not only make you good, look good, but your opponent look good. And I think with, with your promo... Uh, it, it's helped the Dawsons really look good as a tactic. Of course, they've they've done their thing as bruisers and brawlers in the ring, but, you know, uh, your promo have helped them, you know, become better stars. As a good promo guy, uh, I guess, you know, you can tell people who are listening to this, and, and you know, there's a lot of wrestlers listening to this too. What advice can you give to someone who's in the Indies or who's even on, you know, a, a popular television about having and cutting a good promo and how important that is to building a story.
0: Oh man, it's it's uh the promo's all about selling the story. Yep. That that you're gonna tell in the future. You know what I mean? The yep. the whole point of a promo is to get the people invested in you. So I remember one time uh Pete Dunn and and uh <laughs> Mark Andrews when they were younger asked me, they were like, Hey, so so ask me a question about promos. And I told them, be yourself. Be yourself and wrap it in wrestling. And I walked away, and, like, they bring, they bring that story up every time I see them and I laugh. But uh, that, that's what I tell people. Make it you and then wrap it in wrestling. Even if they give you a character, make somehow make that character you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because people can tell when you're speaking and, and it's not real. Coming mm-hmm. out of you, even though it's a character, they can still feel it's not real. Like, yep. uh perfect example, Doink the Clown, not born when he when when Doink first came out as a heel. You know what I mean? That's you know not born not a clown, but he made it himself mm-hmm. and made it you know creepy and nasty, and it worked. So you gotta, you know what I mean? It can work for anybody. Just make it yeah. you.
3: I agree. I agree, Ho heartily with that. Um like I said, me as a me as a kid, you know, thirty plus years ago, uh, the promo was what hooked me, you know. And and uh, yeah, what's your what's your overall thoughts on? I mean, you know, you, you follow wrestling, you've been wrestling for a long time, and the promo is definitely something that isn't as appreciated as much as it used to be. You know, I know when you know when Dusty Rhodes was still living, he would do a lot of promo classes on NXT. I've talked to, you know, Jake the Snake Roberts has been on my show before. We've talked about promos and how important it is. And other guests as well. But uh, what do you, what do you, what's your overthoughts thoughts about that element in wrestling as far as developing characters? What I see a lot is I I see a lot of stuff in the ring and sometimes that can be oversaturated and too heavy uh, of in the ring. Um, But, the promo is, is kind of weak leading into the match. What what are your thoughts on that?
0: Well, um, I, I don't, I don't think the promo is missing. I just think they're not giving guys time because when guys are, you know, given time to, to do a promo and make it theirs, they shine. Like look at, uh, Cody, uh, recently. And, uh, even, uh, my you know, my two my two homies, uh, Ortiz and St. they did a backstage promo and that was that's them twenty four hours a day. You know what I mean? Like that's real and that's why it came so good to me. So I think yeah. promos are getting are getting more time because you know what I mean? You can have both the greatest wrestling in the world and the greatest wrestlers, but if people don't care they're not gonna watch. Absolutely. And that—that's the point of the promo, and I think they're giving that to a lot more get more people. Like Chris Jericho's killing it in his promos. You know what I mean? Like oh, yeah. they're giving it yeah. to more. You know, Eli Drake, uh, been killing it for years. Oh, you know yeah. what I mean? Since oh, I've yeah. known him. Yep. You know what I mean? Everyone in the NWA can talk. Everyone in the NWA can make you care. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. all the all the boys can make you care. Doesn't mean I like all of them, but I'm just saying. All of them can make you care.
3: Yep. I agree. Um, I think that NWA, like I said, NWA is a no-brainer. They're really reviving the promo. You mentioned AEW. I definitely think that uh, there's more promo heavy, too. Um, I I have seen that as a bit of a weakness in the WWE, though, uh, as far as just uh, really building the story and building the promo. A lot of times I just kind of see you know, and I have, you know, I have people who I know who who work for WWE, but a lot of times I see just, uh, Hey, we're just going to promote a match. And it's just not really a build to the match. Uh, and, and, you know, you and the NWA is kind of different and kind of, you kind of go to the booth and you cut the promo and it kind of leads to, you know, the, the match you don't even need, you know, the promo is so strong in NWA, you don't even need a, uh, a glorious entrance, you know, and, and I think that that's an important part of it too. I think it's very essential because the promo's so strong and the character's building so strong. You don't need all the extra stuff. Now I'm a big fan of the WrestleMania glitz and glamour. I like Pyro. I always, you know, I lobby for Pyro to come back. But NWA is making me kind of see again that the you know the the art of character building is important. What are your thoughts on that?
0: Oh, no, that, that's everywhere, you know what I mean? And, like, I know people uh, judge WWE and, you know, make certain remarks, but <laughs> they're the top dog for a reason, you know what I mean? Yeah. So they've yeah. been making people care for God knows how long, you know, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So you can't really yeah. knock them, you know what I mean? And, uh, you know, they got great talkers there, great athletes They're great entertainers there, you know? I think that yeah. the only thing that separates NWA from, I think, uh, every other uh, promotion out there right now, yeah, you're right, it is heavy on the promos, but when you look at each and every guy on the roster and woman, and woman, because there are some, you know what I mean, Allison Kay and Thunder Rosa, oh, yeah. you know, Marty, yep. ba- all of them, you know what I mean, Ashley, ba- like all of them, all of them are some badass women. But. The thing with End of that separates us from a lot of, to all of them, like I said before, is that when you look at everybody, every single person on the roster, we all look like and know how to, you know, fight when we've been in fights. Like, if you look at us and see us at a bar, we're probably not the ones you're going to want to bump into that night, yeah. you know what I mean? And <laughs> yeah,
2: that's a good point. You
0: know what I mean? I know me and Homicide for sure have, you know, have some stories, you know what I'm saying, but that we can't yeah. really tell. But I think mm-hmm. that's what separates us, and that's what I think old school, uh, old school fans like, and I think it's also what, you know, some of the new age people like is they get to look back on it and go, this is what dad and whoever and all the old school guys talk about. This yep. is how it was back then. You know what I mean? Yep. So, you that's know what I mean, that exactly. that's why I think it's uh, – that's why I really think it's taken away. You know what I mean? Yep, and uh, I, agree. I think just wrestling and I just think wrestling in general is taking it. you mm-hmm. know what I mean? You got a uh, group like beyond wrestling that, that are on every Thursday night on uh, uh independent wrestling TV. You know what I mean? Like they are an independent doing that every week. Um, you know what I mean? You, you have evolved getting on the network a couple of months ago mm-hmm. and, and working with WWE, you got progress. Out in the UK, Fight Club out in the, You have so many great indie, and then you have NWA, which is doing its thing, and then you have AEW, which is killing it right now. But then you have NXT that when when I watch NXT, I, I have a feeling of watching old school mid wrestling, you know what I mean? So they're bringing it back as well. And you can't really knock, you know, knock down Raw or whatever you want to call it, because they're the top dogs for a reason, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so i just just wrestling the yep. general
3: is in a in a great spot. I agree. I, I do think wrestling's in a great spot. I think uh, you know, it's just me as a journalist, you know, I I, I look for the uh the the, the kinks and, and, and write about it. <laughs> yeah, the the chinks in the armor. Oh so, no, so no, speak, no,
0: I get right it, it, man. But, <laughs> but you know what yeah. I mean? There's chinks in but there's chinks in everybody's armor. You know what I mean? Oh, if we sure. sit down yeah, and definitely. break down Yep. If we sit down and break down NWA we can break stuff down. Same thing with AEW, you know what I mean, where sure. people go looking yep. for it. And I understand that's people's jobs out there, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But also, I I look at it as uh, there's more opportunities for the boys, so I want everything yep. to work out.
3: <laughs> yep. You know what I mean? Yes, I agree with that like, whole, whole, that, whole that, that that's,
0: that's, that's, that's where I'm looking at. It. So that's my way of looking at it because that's my job. Just like and you guys smart. have we got your way You know what I mean, yeah
3: Yes, exactly, that's smart
0: for instead you to of look me, at it that it, way
3: Yeah, because that's instead how you of pay. me
0: sitting there Yeah, instead yeah. of me sitting there Complaining and bitching and moaning about everything And saying I'm not booked here or there And burying it because I'm not there That doesn't really help my <laughs> right. pocket Or the mortgage I gotta pay for, you know what I mean
3: Right, <laughs> exactly Great perspective
0: uh, Alright, a
3: couple of questions I'm gonna let you go, man Once again, thank you Again, um, no, anytime. am in the clutch, man. Yeah. Um, and no, anytime, again, everybody. Anytime. There's a lot of uh, there's a lot of comments here in the chat room. And uh, again, everybody. What's your what's your Twitter handle?
0: Oh man. Okay, I'm gonna try to remember it because <laughs> I had to. Uh, Mad Kingston. It's either Mad. Yeah. Mad Kingston eighty one. Uh, nineteen eighty one. And my Instagram is Eddie Kingston. Uh, eighty one. That
3: I, that one I always remember. Okay, Mad Kingston, nineteen eighty one.
0: Yep. Okay.
3: Uh, let's see. I let mean, let me, let me make sure so I can put it on there. Um, no underscores or anything like that because I'm trying to look it up and I don't see it. Uh, let's That's see. <laughs> it's Mad King.
0: Well,
3: King. Mad Matt King. Mad yeah. King,
0: nineteen
3: eighty one.
0: Oh yeah, Mad Mad King
3: 1981. There you go.
0: Okay. <laughs> right. And then yeah, well, there we go. There we go. Told you that's probably the second one that I had to uh cancel. Or, gotcha. Whatever. Right. Mad King
3: 1981 dweet, dweet, tweet.
0: <laughs>
3: Uh all right, so let me uh a few questions for you. Um and I'm going to let you go, man. Um uh Again, thank you. I'll uh, put your I'll uh, put your Twitter handle. Hey, everybody who's asking questions, who's listening. There's a there's a um, you know I get a lot of listeners uh, on audio and uh, uh, live on YouTube. Uh, got a great uh, YouTube community. Um, Matt at Mad King eighty one. Everybody's listening to this whether it's whether it's live or archive. Show at the kingston's for love on Twitter and on social media. Thank him for coming on Clutch on episode three hundred ninety nine. I was literally, uh, waiting, waiting for my guest and, uh, I said, man, I gotta, I gotta, uh, do, I, you know, I, I'm loyal to my fans. I gotta have a wrestler interview every week. And, uh, yep. true story. I called, I called Eddie and he answered and, um, dude, with just, with no type of issue at all, he said, yeah, I will do it. And, uh, so I'm, I'm, very thankful for that so thanks so much no of course it. man don't worry about it man. yeah uh, alright so let me ask a few questions uh, when was the episode of N.W.A. Power that aired to film uh, Mike was asking this when does it air to was... film yeah so oh. I guess okay so I guess when was it aired to film
0: oh it it uh it's on every Tuesday 605 on YouTube, uh, we yep. film it, uh, like, a couple weeks beforehand. Like, we okay, taped, yeah, like, four episodes does. for two days.
3: Okay. Yeah. okay, got you. Yeah, I think this was, like, what, like the first episode, when was it originally filmed? Uh, tape, uh, filmed oh, I guess yeah,
0: that, I, don't, I don't know the date, to be honest with you, probably a month ago. Okay,
3: okay. so so basically, the first, okay, so we're at episode seven now, so episode one was taped... Like when did y'all do the tapings for that?
0: Shit, I don't even remember to be honest with you be honest okay. with you. I, oh September.
3: September. Okay.
0: Yeah. Uh Lexi's asking,
3: uh <clears throat> first, thank you for speaking with us tonight, listening to your outlook on promos. Do you find yourself agreeing with Cornett's recent critiques of AEW and WWE product as a whole?
0: Uh I don't listen to Jim Cornett. Uh, stuff cuz uh uh no no problem with Jim at all to be honest with you i have no mm-hmm. problem with him personally like he's never been disrespectful to me or anything uh no i just don't listen to it cuz i don't like it when he gets really into like marrying people who i consider friends you know oh, what i okay. mean like, whatever that's point whatever points he makes that's his that's his opinion but then when yeah. he's like oh they should be set on fire i'm like oh can't listen to you no more. Yeah, you know what I mean. So <laughs> you know, I just don't. Yeah, I was like, ah, oh, no, uh, uh-uh. uh. So I just don't. I just don't listen. You know what I mean. So like, yeah, it's not a disrespectful thing. You know what I mean.
3: Totally makes sense. Yep. All
0: right, so uh, let me ask you one more
3: question uh, uh, for the second time. To respect this time, um, <clears throat> I'm gonna ask one more question from Daniel here. Uh hashtag Eddie, uh, how's it feel to know that LAX has spread its wings and roots around different promotions and how do you and Homicide feel about Santana and Ortiz doing so well AEW? That's a good question. Homicide is uh, spreading. I
0: feel like we're I feel uh, like we like the new click. I, yeah, I feel like that's that's we're like the new click or the <laughs> <laughs> That was the a joke point. I made the other day. I was talking to all of them through text, and the group text, and that was the joke I was making. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, you know, Santana and Ortiz went to WCW and me and, and Homicide at NWA, you know. <laughs> <laughs> That's a really good or some, question. You know what I mean? Some, just, just, some jokes, stuff like that. But uh, in all seriousness, uh, super proud of them. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, man, they're like, they're, they're like me and Homicide, man. We're all pretty much cut, you know, me, and Homicide, Loki, Santana, Ortiz, Chris Dickinson, Guys like that or, or and Hosta Fernandez are all cut from the same cloth. You know what I mean? So we all stay pretty close to each other or, you know, show each other respect. And we're all proud of each other. You know what I mean? There's yep. no, you know what I mean? We shout each other out. You know, people don't know, but, you know, there's been shout outs left and right, you know, everywhere we go to each other. So that, that's all it is.
3: Awesome. Eddie, it's been a pleasure, man. Uh, appreciate you coming on and uh, really, um, just really <laughs> doing this for me, man. And uh, 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 we were supposed man. to be we, 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 yeah, we were supposed to be meeting up WrestleMania weekend this year. Uh, our schedules didn't um, didn't allow it to happen. I think we were supposed. I think I, we were texting back and forth and we were supposed to meet up at the Evolve event. Uh, but yeah, um, but we'll 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 make it happen for uh, for Tampa. You plan on going to Tampa?
0: Uh, as of right now, yeah, man, I'm here till the wheels fall off.
3: <laughs> sounds good. <laughs> I'm here until
0: so, people stop booking me.
3: Sounds good, man. How long you been in the business now?
0: now? Ooh, uh, October twelfth. It was eighteen years. Wow,
3: eighteen years, yep. man. That's and I
0: feel loyal. it every
3: day. <laughs> yeah, taking bumps for eighteen years, man. Again, guys, man, like I man, said,
0: I thank still, you, Eddie. I still, hit, I still <laughs> hit the gym. I still hit the gym and still do my Muay Thai, so I'm still good. I'm still good to go. That's good. <laughs>
3: but you taking bumps for eighteen years, man. That's a lot. People don't realize that you take bumps for you, you take bumps for fans. Like that's just one of the most selfless things. This is someone just just bang up their body for a cheer or a boo, you know? And it's just uh yeah, I think I think kind part, part of the
0: put... part of the art as they would say. That with that yeah. word art.
3: Yep. I think when fans I think when fans kind of put themselves in that kind of put things in that perspective, you know, for someone like like you you've been taking bumps for 18 years just <laughs> to get a cheer or a boo, you know. I think I think they'll Yeah, no, it
0: I I get bump. it though, but I I remember being a fan and you know what I mean? I didn't really truly get it.
2: Mm-hmm. You know
0: what I mean? Until until my first bump ever. And when mm-hmm. I my first day of wrestling school. Then I it kinda hit me and I understood what all those guys went <laughs> went through. Yeah. You know what I mean? Absolutely. So, like Absolutely. I, I remember my first bump and thinking, Oh my god, but then Foley did it here on this and that you know yeah. I <laughs> just like, oh no, you know. Yeah, and then you kind of sit there and you're like okay I get it you know but I I understand the fans point of view though but again I tell everybody man no matter what fans say thank you God they're watching oh God thank you they're watching me and saying good or bad things thank you God at least they're watching
3: yep absolutely I agree with that appreciate you coming through man for me and uh, you uh, get you some rest man
0: all right, brother. Thank you, man. Have a good one. You too. Bye-bye. Alright, man. Bye. Man. Hey, go uh
3: go show some love for Eddie Kingston, man. Um man, clutch. <laughs> he dude pulled up in the clutch for me. Um man, I really, really appreciate that favor. <laughs> really appreciate it. Uh so y'all go to Eddie Kingston's um Twitter and thank him uh for doing that for me like i said literally called him i was waiting for elijah burke and he's supposed to be on the show i was waiting for him and uh didn't hear from him contacted him didn't hear from him and um i hope i pray that everything's okay with him um but uh he was scheduled for the show tonight he's been on the show before he's one of my first interviews actually and um he was all good, everything was cool, um, just like I do every week, confirm with everybody a bunch of times. Everything was good, but didn't hear from him, and uh, I was like, man, you know what, I got to stay true to my word and uh, have a wrestler every week, so I, I called Eddie and answered and at 11 o'clock. It was like 11:05 at night. Uh, 11:04 at night, actually. I'm looking at the time that I called him was 11.04, four minutes after the show. Uh, I'm like, man, hey, can I? I need you on the show. Can I? Can I be on the show? And he was, I mean, with no problem. Like he was just like, yeah, I'll do it. Let's do it. And uh, man, I I really really appreciate that. So y'all show Eddie Kingston some love for pulling uh, Chris Featherstone uh, out of out of the rut and uh, making sure that I'm <clears throat> true to my to my word about having a interview for y'all every week. Uh, so, that was good. That was fun. That is the we're live, pal, element of the Pancakes and Power Slam show. 399 episodes. <laughs> it would be very fitting for us to, uh, on the eve uh, show of, on the go home show to the 400th episode, to have something like this happen. So, uh, huge, huge, thank you for, um, for that. And that, that's the spontaneity of it all. That's the spontaneity of it all. Thank you, Daniel. Good job working on a fly, Chris, is what he said. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, so yeah, uh, big, big thanks to, uh, Eddie Kingston. Now, like I said, 399 episodes of the Pancakes of Power Sam show, the go home show to 400 episodes. Um, for, for this to happen, you know, it's just a part of the deal, you know, as part of the deal, I have fun with you all. So you guys ready for, um, who's going to be on 400? I know this person is not going to, uh, um, kind of jack up, uh, <laughs> his PMP reputation for, for, uh, anything. He's been on the show before, but you ready? Who's, who's ready for the announcement for 400? Who's ready for the? Who's going to be on 400, uh, PMP 400? All right. I, I see some people saying me, me. All right. The person who is going to. No, it's not going to be you know, him. Uh, uh, but even, a name just as controversial right now, actually. The person who is going to be. On the 400th episode of Pancakes and Power Slam, is going to be a live video chat. A live video chat. We're going to talk, we're going to have a Q&A, and I'm going to get Vince McMahon real quick because the person who's going to be on the 400th episode of the Pancakes and Power Slam show.
2: Eric
3: Bischoff! (laughs) True. It is true though. Eric Bischoff is going to be here. Uh, Video chat. So, um, you all will get to ask Eric Bischoff the questions and the answers that you've been waiting for uh, since his departure from the WWE and he's going to be on video too. So, it's going to be a live video chat. So, lots of fun with that. Eric Bischoff. So, um, yeah. You know, it's so funny. Not not a lot of, I think probably two or three people ever have, uh, um, uh, no showed on my show. And, uh, that's unfortunate. That's unfortunate. You gotta, you know, you always gotta reputation is key. Reputation is very, very, very important. And, um, yeah, so I'm hoping that uh all is well for Elijah Burke. Um, but yeah, promoting him. Hopefully, if he calls in, I'm all for it. So if you're listening, Elijah, call on in. We'll make it happen. But uh, I don't know what's going on. I have no clue what's going on. Praying for the best. Um, uh, but um, Eric uh, but Eddie Kingston, <clears throat> Eddie Kingston. Pull through And next week we have Eric
0: Bischoff uh,
3: You guys tweet him People say I tweet him I don't know You you guys tweet him You guys uh, be my voice Of asking uh, We were looking forward to you And uh, And And uh, This says at the black pope D-A-B-L-A-C-K-P-O-P-E So y'all tweet him now Y'all tweet them as we listen and say right now, say, hey, you're supposed to be on Banking's Parsons so Where you at? So I messaged them to uh, try to call them and everything. I don't know. So I'll allow you guys to to be the voice of, of PMP. Um, but yeah, Eric Bischoff next week, video chat. And uh, that is amazing. I'm excited. I'm very excited. I told him I'm excited and uh, he's looking forward to it as well. And um, It's going to be lots of fun, and as he says, controversy creates cash, so we're going to celebrate PNP 400 next week, and it's going to be very, very fun, so again, thank you uh, Eddie Kingston, and thank you Eric Bischoff for uh, being on PNP 400 uh, next week. All right, y'all, let's get into it. Let's have some fun. Uh, The flavor of the Week this week is going to be uh, Fans Choice. Fans Choice. Um, you all are going to pick And don't say it until the Flavor of the Week time You know how it is You know the deal Don't say it until Flavor of the Week time Your favorite Survivor Series of all time That's the Flavor of the Week this week So favorite Survivor Series of all time um, We'll wait till the Flavor of the Week To get all of your favorite Survivor Series And we're going to have some fun Raw and Smackdown talk of course And we got some funny Some interesting headlines that we're going to talk about Tonight so let's jump right into it right Before we go into the headlines Let's go into some Survivor Series Tweet uh, trivia So this is big guys this is big Uh, I have uh, Six I have seven I have seven Survivor Series questions Here seven Survivor Series questions So whoever um, Whoever Whoever Gets the Survivor Series t- uh, trivia correct tonight um, gets to pick the flavor of the week topic for PNP 400. So that's huge. That's a big show next week celebrating 400 episodes. So you get to pick the flavor of the week topic for PNP 400. So thanks, people sending uh, people sending Eliza uh, <laughs> uh, Burke tweets. Let them let 'em knit. Let, let 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 it be known. Let the PNP Nation speak. Let the PNP Nation speak. So um I uh, appreciate you all speaking speaking for me. All right, first trivia question. Randy Savage chose Blank to be his partner uh against uh versus Ric Flair and Razor Ramon at Survivor Series nineteen ninety two. Randy Savage chose Blank to be his uh partner. Versus Ric Flair and Razor Ramon at Survivor Series 1992. Thank you, thank you everybody who's uh, who's uh, speaking up for PNP um, for the no show. So you know, I'll give them the benefit of the doubt uh, that you know stuff might have happened, and, but uh, that's the that's the risk of being live. But I uh, I wouldn't I wouldn't change it for the world. Um, so yeah uh yes, yeah, so that is the mr perfect mr perfect um so that's that's one for mo that is one for mo next uh next trivia question says <laughs> I know where my wrestling sir uh next trivia question is big Boss Man and blank defeated i r s and the natural disasters. Uh, And the Survivor Series 1991 main events. Big Boss Man and Blank defeated IRS and the Natural Disasters. And the Survivor Series 1991 main events. Let's do some wrestling trivia um, for now. Because I might be getting a phone call I think I have like a big old thing Of Survivor Series trivia somewhere Like a big old I wrote like a bunch of Survivor Series trivia Somewhere Um, I'll try to get somewhere I gotta figure out where it is um, Michael says Hawk um, There it is Mo. Mo Mo is bringing the heat Bring in the heat. Looks like someone wants to fix the weather week trivia for next week. The Legion of Doom. The Legion of Doom. Uh, someone's calling in. Let's see. Let's see. We're getting a call in here. Yes, Mo. That is my favorite uh, that is my favorite of all time. That is my favorite of all time. Um, the 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 Legion of Doom is my all time favorite tag team. Um did y'all know that? Did y'all know that Legion of Doom was my all time favorite? Um the 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 greatest tag team of all time for me. All right, someone someone's calling in the studio here. I just uh, messaged Elijah to see if that was him. Um let me make sure that is you, let me know. Uh, Elijah, someone is actually calling in the studio here now. So um, all right, let's see who it is. Caller. What's oh, up, daddy? Oh, there it is. Else, he's uh he's in these on. to call
1: you guys this time? <laughs>
3: Elijah Burke, how are you tonight, sir?
1: Wonderful, wonderful. Just backed up on time and a lot, a lot of stuff going on in the life of Pope. So uh, I got to apologize for the tardiness,
3: if you will. If you will, if you will. <laughs> the, the chat room said we did it. Uh, I guess you got some messages there uh, because you were promoted. Uh, um, but, yeah. Let's see. You were on. I think you were my First or second person ever on the show. Um, I'm actually going to get a date for that. This, I'm celebrating 400 episodes next week. Congratulations. Thank you, sir. Seven and a half years. Uh, you were on the show uh, on the one year anniversary show, March the 27th well, of 2013. Yep. How about that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a long time ago. So that was uh that was six and a half years ago when you were on the show. And that that's crazy. God
1: brother, six six and a half years <laughs> was like yesterday. <laughs> yeah.
3: Uh man, uh I remember you were talking about Ball's Mahoney at the time. Remember that you kept telling say tell, tell, tell Balls Mahoney to give you a call. And uh Yeah, man. Yeah, but, it, yeah. Uh, and it's a uh, Yeah, so I don't get a you know,
1: call and, today anymore. Yeah. yeah. On, on, so I don't get a chance to give them shout outs anymore like I, like I did back then.
3: So, um, yeah.
1: But, yeah, those were great times talking about good old balls. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, man, you you were doing, uh, you, you've actually got a, a podcast coming up yourself, right? TPV, man. Uh, Post
1: Point of View with Elijah Burke, debuting on. December the 7th, the first episode will drop with my main man, con man, um, Alakon House, if you will, uh, will Mm -hmm. be my little sidekick on it, be producing it as well, and um, we're going to go ahead and venture into the podcast world and um, do what I do best, and that's to enlighten uh, those who choose to be enlightened.
3: Nice, nice. Uh, my co host, uh, he'll be uh, joining me after this interview, uh, Evan Prout. Prout said, uh, What's up to you? So uh, he's in the chat room That's right cool. now. Yeah. Um, cool. We met. We met. Um, what was it? We met at the shenanigans at Mania in Norway. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I yep. I remember. Yep. Yep. It was an interesting night. It was a, night. Uh, <laughs> it was a lot, very. Shenanigans are is usually very uh very busy. It's a very busy busy night on the WrestleMania weekend. Yeah,
2: hours.
1: and and, and yeah. It, it ends up being filled with shenanigans.
3: It, it, shenanigans, Yeah, rightfully, you know, right. <laughs> rightly named. Aptly <laughs> <laughs> named. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> yeah. So you're so you're uh making making huge waves in OVW. We've got OVW who just uh OVW just recently uh, said that they're gonna be a part of the uh the live uh show wave now and uh, just the 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 televised weekly type of uh, episodic uh television wave from a uh more popular platform uh youtube uh doing some some things i mean it's just a a really interesting wonderful time to be a pro wrestling fan you've got of course wwe AEW weekly uh, NWA weekly and uh, you know OVW weekly on YouTube and uh, uh, you recently made uh, you you've been with AW with with OVW for a while as one of their top people and you just recently won a championship right?
1: No, actually I just went back to OVW. I've stuck around OVW for years,
3: uh, helping
1: out the talent and, and kind of been in the mentor role, running some programs to uh, uh, help. Uh, students and uh, aspiring wrestlers to get their feet wet and and uh, point them in the right direction, you know, and mm-hmm. trying to help with psychology and and all of that stuff. But um, that's basically what I was doing. So kind of in a mentoring role. Uh, mm-hmm. Then Al Snow came back and and uh, started doing his thing there. They actually got a a, a college-like atmosphere set up in o b w Now and uh, it's going pretty well for him. Uh, I mean, when I say, uh, when they held the Combine, they literally held the wrestling Combine and they had scholarships that was won by um, some of the guys, you know, they get, got their rent covered. They all stay in like a sorority house. And and so um, it's it's crazy. Yeah, man. So OVW has has certainly um, um, changed the game in that uh, form. Um, You know, you live rent free and all, and you you don't have to pay the train and, you know, so when they when they hold those type of events, I think every aspiring wrestler uh, who wants to get their foot wet and go to the, uh, a place that is reputable and have yeah. made a name for themselves by creating star after starting this
3: business, then certainly that's yep. they're out to go. For sure. Yeah, absolutely. And now that's a lot different from your experience in WWE, right? Was it um, now I've interviewed over 150 wrestlers well, the majority from WWE or, or was in WWE the stories that i've heard and you know you can confirm or deny is um that WWE basically um has the um basically they they give you money and you basically pay for everything is is that was that true in your experience
1: yeah i think that's uh yeah that, that's pretty much been the way um, in the business, unless you know depending on who you are um, you know so but nine out of ten that's certainly the what they would refer to as the normal uh route mm-hmm. that you go you get paid and you handle your you know your hotels and your rental cars and all of that but w w e handles your travel as far as getting you from town to town
3: when it comes to line.
1: Mm-hmm. so yeah
3: Gotcha. now what is uh typically like food and, and 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 lodging and things like that um how is it just dealing with uh that you know when you were in WWE as far as just uh like the amount of money that you would spend like on a yearly basis or a monthly basis on on, on that was it was it uh, quite a bit uh, from just going from town yeah. to town and hotel to hotel
2: obviously,
1: obviously yeah it's, it's 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 quite it's quite a bit uh, know, um not just a couple of thousands either, uh, but it's quite a bit when you think about the type of uh food that you need to sustain you uh when you're traveling and, and um that also provides you uh with the certain ingredients and nutrients and whatever the case may be to supplement your diet. So yeah. So um it 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 certainly uh can become very uh Costly, you know, especially when you, you know, you still got to get to the gym, you still got to, you know, do your supplements, you still gotta, yep. you know, get your breakfast, and you know, so yeah, it, it can become very um, challenging in that aspect and um, costly as well.
3: Yeah, absolutely. Now, how was that different or the same to your time and impact?
1: I, I I was wondering why you were only talking about WWE. It's pretty much the same. You cover your food, you <laughs> eat. I mean, I, I didn't understand why you were just said WWE. I mean, that's across the, you know, it was across the board, you know, and and with uh, every major company at the time, it was just across the board. That's just where it's always been set up uh, mm-hmm. since day one. You, you know, we fly you in, you handle your hotel, you handle your 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 rental car, and, and you handle your food and whatnot. You know, other than the fact when you get the catering, and if they got catering, then you know you can eat there, and you can also. Uh, do a takeout if there's anything left over, you know, you grab your album and you pack it and throw it away so you can get in the car and then you can ride
3: the sound. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I started with WWE to to do a lead-in to uh, to, to, to Impact Wrestling. So um, definitely wasn't trying to, def- definitely wasn't a WWE specific thing, but WWE usually pays the, the big bucks and, um, you know, uh, they they usually have the, um, the the reputation of paying a lot, but you know uh, well,
1: TNA, have, have TNA, TNA was paying just as well, if not better. Really? Uh,
2: okay, see that's different. Yeah, I don't know
1: that. I, well, of course she's not and I think a lot of people don't know that. But at mm-hmm. the time, um, you know, TNA was paying the ta- the t- you know, top talent. They we paying just as much as what WWE is paying, you know.
2: Hmm. Now, I, I,
1: obviously today everybody's getting a million dollars. Well, not everybody, but the top guys, you know, are, are at minimum are getting a million dollars or whatnot. Of course, TNA wasn't doing that, you know, maybe mm-hmm. for the Kurt Angle and the, and the Jeff Hardy and the thing, you know. Um, but I, I think even then only it was Kurt uh, not to get into these people's uh, business because I don't know that. Uh, sure. For certain, for the astrotech decides that, um, but yeah, guys were getting paid. Um, I, I can only speak for myself. I was getting paid. TNA to nice. Jeremy.
3: That's a, yeah, that's yeah. awesome. That's, that's good to hear. Because um, I, I have some friends, you know, who competed for WWE and TNA, and they they gave me uh, dollar amounts, and um, they. Oh, that's, prob- uh, that's probably yeah. because they
0: they
3: work.
1: Were- in a certain position, to, to you know, to say or to to negotiate what they wanted. Yeah. You know, when I came when I came in, I my base pay. Uh, you know, again, I just think TNA took care of me. I just put it, yeah. and leave it at that. Yeah. You make more yeah. money with WWE because of the games and and then sure. your toys and all of that stuff. So. Uh when you get all of that coming in, you're certainly gonna make a ton of more a ton more money. And back then mm-hmm. we had the pay per views and you got your share of the house shows and you got your cut out of the pay per views. I don't know how that works today with the network. You know, maybe that's why they just offer guys, you know, giving them better contracts than what they were given
3: ten years ago. Got it. Yeah, makes sense. Well that's uh Pope is taking us to school as uh he says, so uh <laughs> some really uh really interesting information. And that's-
1: that's pretty much uh, uh, that and a whole lot more. is going to go down when uh, Pope's point of view uh, debuts on December 7th. Um, I, I hear a lot of people talk, on the, you know, I hear a lot of podcasts, and there are a lot of podcasts that are uh, rolling like yourself um, and, and others, including in your house, uh, mm-hmm. which is, you know, another podcast that I listen to and I enjoy. But when mm-hmm. you have guys that are talking about the business, uh that have never been in the business that mm-hmm. you have to you have to go into it uh from a very uh subjective, opinionated uh thought process. Of, sure. you know, you, you, because you you guys really don't don't know. You you can only go by what you've read or what you've heard or what you've been told. And um I I found myself uh having to shed more light on what people think they know uh, yeah. versus you know uh, what the truth actually is.
0: Yeah. And so that, yep. that, that's
1: what I look, that's what I look forward to doing.
0: Uh, and given
1: my opinions, of course, on, on whatever is going on in, in, in today's environment, today's world, mm-hmm. uh, uh, in the, the world of wrestling,
3: no nothing will be exempt. Nothing will be exempt. <laughs> nice. That's awesome, man. That is a uh, Pope, Pope's point of view, right? PPV. PPB December the seventh,
1: baby. shopping all December seven. Podcast
3: platforms. Awesome. Got a time? For, you got time for a few questions before uh, you head out? Go ahead. All Go right. Ahead. So uh, people's asking. Uh, chat room's lit lit over here. Asking uh, hashtag axe pope. Michael's asking thoughts on Jim Cornette making well. Uh, Jim Cornette comments on NWA Power. So yeah, that's that's been the thing. Like I I, I watch Power. I guess I missed that thing, and so it's been like firing up on Twitter from a Jim Cornette comment that he made on Power. I'm, I'm, I missed it. Well,
1: I I I think that um I think that the <clears throat> you just, with the way the world has changed, there, there's obviously things that needs
2: to be thought out
1: before this set. Uh We are uh, America is is in such a sensitive state right now, mm-hmm. a very sensitive and, and 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 somewhat frail at time it appears state of 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 mind of thinking that is of how we react to this that or the other. Hell, I was in the Denny's and a I, I was in Denny's and a a, a server appeared to have issues and didn't want to serve me and my family. So I told the manager to come over and remove that server, and I didn't want him back in my table again while me and my family was there. I don't. That that issue was with me and that server, not that company. Do you understand what I'm saying? I'm not going to boycott Denny's because I took issue with what this this individual said or how they acted towards me and my family. And I, and, and and the, the individual was certainly of different color, but it didn't mean that he was
2: racist, but,
1: um, but his actions were not uh, 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 worthy, if you will, of someone who deserved a tip or, or to be serving me and my family. It was not, um, uh, you know, it just wasn't what it should have been. And so, um, you know, I'm 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 not the biggest fan of Denny's, but certainly when I'm on the road, when it's time to eat, I'm not going to say I'm not going to Denny's because of an issue I have with an employee. Uh, to tie it all in, that goes back to the whole question what's been asked. I think our fans today, with, again, America being sensitive, <laughs> of a sensitive nature now, uh, you got to walk on the eggshells. Um, A lot of people do for whatever reasons. You know, these these, you don't just say I'm gonna stop watching or I'm gonna boycott. Hell, look at all the stuff you see on Walmart. Look at uh, on the Mm -hmm. internet about Walmart or all these other corporations where stuff fired off, and you see these people using language that's not, you know, should shouldn't be, but it's not becoming of them, and um, it's not professional and. Sometimes words are dropped. We just saw something with Trina, where the where the you know a woman in there used a used a slur, and um, you're not going to go back to Walmart. You're not going to go back to McDonald's because right. somebody says something to you. You know, so it, right. it's just that type of thing. If everybody did that, we you know we'd all be out of the job. And I think. Um, I know I'm going to get to the to, to the nutshell of the question, but I think when people start saying I'm not going to watch, I'm not going to boycott, I'm going to boycott, I'm not going to watch, you got to think about all the individuals that are working. Um, yeah. Our fans, our fans have become um, the fans of wrestling have become. It's not what it was ten years ago. Let alone twenty, or you know, let alone the '90s. You know, that's not what it was. Where, for the people that were watching, were were you know, uh, uh, blue chippers and you know,
2: uh,
1: construction and you know, people coming home, popping over, a, popping open a bottle of beer and sitting on the couch, taking the shoes off, you know, just made it in time to catch whatever it was on TV. The, those fans are, are are older now, and and um, we you know they get it. I get it, uh, mm-hmm. but we have a we have a, a, a new crop of fans that have been raised in this sensitive era now, where anything and everything said can be, you know, uh, that's offensive. I don't see nobody writing in to Seth MacFarlane telling them to stop doing all the racial racial jokes that he do on yeah. um, Family Guy, American Dad. Yeah. I don't, I, I don't, I, I I see black and white. in Dave Chappelle audiences where every type of offensive word of any nature is being spoken. And I don't see my people that look like me or anybody else saying I'm going to boycott it. Why? Why? So to answer the question, I thought thought Jim Cornette was trying to be uh, uh, cleverly entertaining, as I tweeted out myself. And uh, he was trying to be cleverly 80s. And um, it's not the 80s anymore, and it should have been caught. Somebody should have said, hey, maybe we should remove this. Um, so that, to me, not only falls on Jim Cornette um, for the lack of awareness of what he said, but also on the editing team as well. And I understand mm-hmm. they have a lot going on. It could have just been an oversight. Hell, you said you didn't even hear it.
3: Yeah, and I, I, was, yeah I, didn't, I didn't hear it. I even yeah, I
1: wouldn't it. have known because Jim Cornette talked so doggone fast. I wouldn't have even known it if it wasn't on Twitter. And, and no. I watch Power. All I, I haven't missed the episode of NWA Power because man, man. It that entertaining. And I'm not mm-hmm. going to allow something like this to say, "Oh, I'm 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 done watching." I mean, uh, our fans have such short memories. I'm not. I don't need to go back and point out certain things that's been done and said on television. With whatever promotion it was Because you're old enough to know And have witnessed that stuff yourself And yet you're still watching
3: yep. <laughs> yep I agree Yeah and let's not forget The things that Miss Man said on uh, Live television and people are still well, watching see, There you, go. Yeah, there you so.
1: go And I don't even have to say it And those yep. guys that say all that stuff Oh I'm not going to watch it They're still watching
2: yeah, They're still the- watching <laughs> yeah. so
1: yeah they're still, they're still paying the network you're still yeah. watching every week so why would you try to this company that is so different and doing so good in the mm. NWA why would you try to come up and start a movement to boycott you know those that I saw that said something like that it's crazy because my only question is I wonder if I was sitting on commentary and I said it would it have been okay mm. that's a good point you know because I'm, because I'm, because I'm a person of color yeah, you know, probably. um, my my what? Well, probably it would have. Probably it would have mm-hmm. been funny, cause folks yeah. says, or or, or 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 to to for for a a more critical example, uh, or a parent, or however you want to take it. What if Dave Chappelle was guest commentating, and he said mm-hmm. it, it would have been a ha 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 moment. But the issue is Jim Cornette is a is a guy from Louisville, Kentucky that's been doing this thing since the '80s. He's obviously white and he's gray-haired, so him saying something like that is is just it's like a match for every individual. Number one, you, Jim Cornette's not the most loved person across any platform there is because he's so out, outspoken, and uh-huh. so you know. And then you have the individuals that look like me that may be ready to just fire off you know, they may have had bad experiences, just like I've had bad experiences in life and and, and situations with people of, of, of race, racist, uh, intent. But, um, I just don't believe that was the uh, case here. It was just, you know, and it is what it is. And I think, uh, them taking down the episode to, um, make corrections to it. It was the right way to go. And, um, you know, we'll see what happens. I'm sure they'll open up next week with a, uh, a message uh, by Jim Cornet or, or whoever the management is
3: that decides to speak on it. Yeah, sure. Absolutely. All right, last question. Uh, Alonzo's asking, who was your favorite opponent when you were in the WWE, and would you ever consider returning maybe to NXT? Uh, uh,
1: my favorite opponent in WWE? Um, Hmm. Hey, let's just be controversial. Let me get you, get you some listeners or some tweets out. Crispin Watt
3: Yeah, so Lucy said controversial. I know you're going to say that for some reason. Uh, yeah, well, huh. you know, controversial, yes, but I mean, Crispin Waugh is one of the greatest, you know, entering performers I mean, of the all truth, time. But, yeah, the,
1: the truth is just the truth. I did the whole loop with him before before yeah. that match on ECW. And um, I learned a lot, and a lot of the things that I learned from him, I, I applied today. I'll be applying it, um, in my seminar in two days in Winter Park, Florida, at Pro Wrestling 2.0. Uh, I teach it to the guys wherever I'm at backstage or, you know, on a wrestling show. And um, I'll be in ARW this Friday in Cocoa, Florida. And, um, you know, I always supply that knowledge. And I often end up telling Chris my stories so people can walk that walk with me and, and experience and can kind of live in the moment when I'm sharing those stories. Uh, I I would love to go to NXT in a coach role. Um, gotcha. When I, when, when I return, consider returning to WWE, obviously I've been trying to get up there for the longest with, with, uh, uh, to do something with Bobby Lashley. And for that reason only because I see money in that, uh, you know, I see money in, in uh, Pope Lashley and Heyman and Lesnar. Um, but, it's, you know, I, I believe Lashley Ooh. has been damaged. Yeah, Lashley has been damaged so much at this point, he'd have to be taken off the TV for a couple of months and then brought back.
3: Man, I agree with that so much. I think, I, I think this Lana angle was – absolute trash. I just uh and 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 Bobby Lashley is one of my favorite competitors in pro wrestling. And uh he's so gifted, so talented, and he's a monster. I mean, I've I've met him and I'm a I'm a big guy too. Like I I'm a uh I was a personal trader for 10 years and I work out 5 days a week and uh I I and and and, and Lashley is huge. <laughs> and uh yeah. Met him. Nice guy. Nice guy. And I just wish the best for him. It's just like I'm pulling for Bobby Lashley because he's so gifted. He's so athletic. And I think that they're doing such a terrible job utilizing someone who's just a gem for the company with putting him in this Lana angle. And he keeps tweeting. He's tweeted over and over and over again, even recently, like a couple months ago, that he wants to face Brock Lesnar. And. You know, people have been talking about it for so long. And why can't you just build Bobby Lassie versus Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania? That's, you know, as close as the irresistible force versus a movable object as you can possibly get. You know, Braun Strowman is another name, but they've done that. And, you know, they've jacked up Braun Strowman a lot of times too. But that's really a Hogan Andre type of feel that's never happened in WWE. You know, two worlds collide well, type of happened. thing, but they've done such a terrible job.
1: Yeah, it hasn't happened in, in quite some time. I mean, you know, we had the Lesnar Big Show, we had the, God, you know, not not that they could, you know, Big Show Kali, Not that that's anything of the magnitude of, uh, you know, what the Lashley and Lesnar can be. But you know, we had, yeah, had cool. Undertaker. Yeah. Yeah, we've had the undertaker and all those big moments as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but um it's certainly <clears throat> I think that there's still time. Um, WWE, WWE operates off of that too. They operate off of time. Don't worry about right now. We can always come back to it and we can always you know, we can always repackage you. We can always, you know, get you back to where you need to be. But when you're when somebody like last season they're, you know, losing to God's house size, that that mm-hmm. is what
3: me up, you know, yeah, yeah, totally understand that, and i I agree too, so Pope it's been a pleasure um there's a charity that you're um that you have too. please uh please promote that
1: absolutely, well, I can just tell you like it is and be straightforward with you the love alive charity at love dash alive dot org uh we're going on our eighth year. In existence, Um, it's a a charity that's not funded by the government, but by the donations of the public and out of my pocket. Uh, This charity, much like I was going to mention with the um, Ethiopia comment from Jim Cornette to your listeners, um, you know, especially to those who are offended by that, whether you're black, whether you're white, whether you're yellow with green teeth. Don't you talk about being offended about this man saying something about Ethiopia if you've never taken the time to donate $1 towards Mm. those that are hungry and starving in Ethiopia. That pisses me off, especially because I have a charity and I can tell you how many people of the 67 people that have donated towards my charity in the year of 2019 that look like me. So don't come giving me that crap about you finding what Jim Cornette said offensive. If you haven't done anything to try to deal or help with that epidemic, let alone, you know, uh, support a charity that that you can actually see your dollar being used for something good, which is my charity, state side, local side, see, not just black or white, but everybody that is needed, that's in need, those that are in shelters, those that are on the street, we give blankets. Cause you know in Jacksonville, man, once it gets to forty degrees, it's it's it's, it's like a national disaster. You know what I'm saying?
2: Yeah. People
1: are coming outside. People are coming outside with scarves on, boots up to their knees. It's like I'm, I'm like, man, it's just forty degrees, but you know a lot of people <laughs> in Jacksonville and, <laughs> and, and, and surrounding areas they've never been in, in cold, cold like up in Chicago and and places of that nature. So um, mm-hmm. yeah, love dash alive dot org, please. Um, take a moment. Go go visit the website. If you don't want to do that, send a buck via Cash App. Um, dollar sign uh, the Love Life Charity. Dollar sign the Love Life Charity. You can send a donation that way. Uh, we acknowledge everyone that donates. We put a number beside to so let you know how many people have donated to this date. Um, and I think right now we're sitting at sixty-seven. And uh, when you have four to five hundred people lined up around the block that's waiting for a hot meal, and we don't feed them out of a paper bag. We don't feed them out of the back of a truck soup. You know, we feed them out of Burger King, and we clothe them, and we give them hygiene products. We give them shoes. We got toys for the kids. We give all a book bag uh, filled with essential needs for the kids to achieve academic success. So we're just trying to do whatever we can do, and that event is going down, my annual event, my eighth annual event downtown uh Jacksonville that the local Burger King will go down on January the eighteenth. So um we got we got a little under two months and um if you're able to uh contribute, uh please do so. Um that, that's that's what we need. Um I need your support. Um because if I don't have your support after a while, um you know I'm gonna be standing in line myself and you know, y'all gonna have to do a go me for both.
3: You know? Mm. Let's not do so, that guys love aliveorg <laughs> support my um, man the pope um been a pleasure man appreciate you coming on the show tonight
1: hey man always again uh as you can see i pope is in his wind down stage uh just got kid uh running ripping and running man door what we do uh for this for my charity uh even now man and, and so uh To to your listeners and to yourself, I appreciate uh, whoever gave the shout out because y'all know y'all saw me going back and forth on Twitter. I caught it, and I'm glad I was able to uh,
3: come through for you. So thank you for having me. Awesome, thanks a lot, man. Have a good night.
0: All right, bro. You too.
3: All right. Well, and I'm playing double decker, guys. (laughs) So a, a double a double header, as the NBA, as the old NBA would say. um yeah man, what what a what a three ninety nine guys. Uh what, what a crazy three ninety nine. This has been a crazy three ninety nine. Um Yeah. I <laughs> just I'm kind of yeah. Most says just this should have been four hundred. Uh I agree, but uh you know, a live video chat with Eric Bischoff. Uh controversy creates uh, creates cash, so um, I think that that's a that's a Hall of Fame headliner right there. So <laughs> I think this is a, a very high impromptu, unplanned uh, second place. Uh, but this is this has been great. So this is great. I appreciate uh, I appreciate the PNP Nation speaking up. This is you know this is, this is a audio that I'm gonna watch and i listen to. And this is the video I'm gonna watch probably a year from now, two years, five years from now, Lord willing. I'm like, wow, this, this right here, the spontaneity of this episode is probably going to be among one of my favorites because I love the spontaneity, Um, you know, four minutes into the show, calling Eddie Kingston, him coming through uh, and then the, the PNP nation uh, during the show, uh, (laughs) having a voice Pope, uh, you know, uh, uh Pope uh um, being true to his commitments and calling in and having a great interview. So thanks Eddie. Thanks uh Elijah. Appreciate you both coming on the show. So of course uh the the double interview was unplanned so that has to that that has to uh um, kind of uh alter the night uh yeah he forced to get over. Um, they had an to altar tonight, so we have to zoom past these things. All right, so I don't know who's been keeping track. Uh, the Legion of Doom, and we have uh, Mr. Perfect. Um, let's do another trivia question. We have to zoom past the headlines. I was gonna spend more time talking about the headlines, but we have to zoom past that. We have like 30 minutes, guys. So, and then. Flavor of the Week, like I said before, was the um, your choice on the best uh, Survivor Series of all time. WrestleMania Cup. Uh, this rest, What's in the Cup? Hashtag what's in the Cup? I'll let somebody guess. I'll let somebody guess what's in the Cup. I'll let you guys guess that. Uh, today I have my WrestleMania, um, which WrestleMania is this? 33 Cup. I have three of them: thirty-three, thirty-four, and thirty-five. I have my thirty-three one. This is one of my favorite WrestleManias of all time, actually. Uh, I am not sipping on some scissorp, Alonzo. Um, I do not uh, drink alcohol, actually. Uh, but somebody's got it right, and uh, that person is uh, Mo. It is uh, it is water? It is uh, as uh. Bobby Boucher would say high quality h two o Bobby boucher it is water next question what title was at stake in the rock versus um rock and roll express versus heavenly bodies match at uh, ninety three survivor series what matches at stake at the rock and roll express versus heavenly bodies match at survivor series nineteen ninety three uh, did we ever figure out what's in for his cup? Um, he said it before, but I think, I think nothing. <laughs> it seems like there's nothing. As much as he, uh, as much as he dances, it would be something kind of popping out of there, but nothing comes out. Uh, <laughs> one of my favorite moments, Raw. We're not gonna talk too much about Raw, or SmackDown. Uh, I thought Raw was uh, tough to watch again. Uh, but one of my favorite moments on raw was when, <laughs> when Umberto Carrillo won the match and montez Ford was dancing at the uh top of the ramp. that was one of my favorite moments on raw. I thought that that was absolutely hundred percent hilarious uh because i like um I like the uh uh i like their the theme the uh, Montez Ford and Angela Dawkins. I like their theme, uh, but Umberto Carrillo has a hip hoppy type of Latino, you know, hop to it. Latino hip hop, and I knew that someone like Montez Ford would just just soak that in and make it uh, <laughs> a very funny moment. And that's exactly what he did. I thought that was absolutely hilarious when he did that, when he started dancing that. Um, Alonzo likes the big mascot that Corbin introduced. Oh, no. I hope, he says, I hope, we're, I hope it sticks around for the entire feud. I, <laughs> I haven't done this in a while, uh, Alonzo, but uh, you get one of these for that. Mm. Get one of that. Mike, you know we don't use profanity on here. No, you know we don't do that. Um, yeah, I uh, <laughs> uh I'd give you a buzzer for that, But you know, it's cool. Yeah, it's cool. Um, all right. So, uh, what's what's the what's the answer to that? Uh, it oh, was Heath Slater? That makes sense. That makes sense. You already was Heath Slater. What title was at stake? Rock and Roll Express versus Heavenly Bodies. Survivor Series nineteen ninety-three. Mo wants the question again. What title was at stake in the Rock and Roll Express versus Heavenly Bodies match at Survivor Series nineteen ninety-three? All right. Of course a tag team title. What tag team title was it? Alright. Let's get into these headlines. We uh don't have much time so let's get right into let's get right into these headlines so without further ado ladies and gentlemen you know what time it is hey yo headlines here we go all right you know we had to talk about this one here. You know we had to talk about this one. Randy Orton, Tony Khan. Um, nope, not yet. I didn't say the results. Uh, well, if I said results, that gives you even a better uh, reason to get it right. But that is not right yet. That is incorrect. People are saying NWA tag titles. That is not correct. There it is, Michael. Smoky Mountain. Smoky Mountain Tag Team title. So I think it's two to one. Two from O, one for one from Michael. All right. So uh Randy Orton, Tony Khan. Let me just read the uh the the Twitter uh, the tweets and to take them from there. We uh, Charlotte uh got involved in it. Uh Brandy Rhodes got involved in it. Uh Randy Orton called um uh, uh Tony Khan the uh uh Jacksonville Dixie. <laughs> These are so funny. Oh man, I have no idea. Okay, so CM Punk started this whole thing. <laughs> CM Punk. I mean he didn't even start it though. Like he just started I mean he just tweeted about, you know, being on the uh backstage show. It had nothing to do with just how this how this crazy exchange just evolved. It became just nuts. And uh so CM Punk just sent a regular tweet out. He says, It is weird trying to catch up on five plus years of wrestling. I'm doing what I can. There's bright spots, mostly women, from what I can tell. There's bad, too. I want to talk about it. No one is safe. Join us. Really, really simple, harmless promotion tweet. He's going to be on backstage. That's what you do. You promote your appearances. Very harmless. Tony Khan comes in. (laughs) It says, no one is safe. Sounds like a plane full of wrestlers in Saudi Arabia. So Tony Khan makes the first strike at CM Punk. Randy Orton comes in <laughs> out of a uh RKT <laughs> R K O T out of nowhere. Uh <laughs> Randy R K O tweet out of nowhere. It says, what's that whole thing about glass houses and stones? And uh, and, and tags an article about uh, uh, Tony's dad, Shahid, uh, being investigated for corruption. So Tony Khan says, I thought you only tagged me in your post when you were grasping for leverage. That article is over a year old and is about baseless claims made about my dad years ago. That's the best you can do. Nothing. Meanwhile... In the time since it was written, you use the N word on Twitch. So that's when Brandy tweets and says, "That's the end of the night." TKO. <laughs> and with the with the gif of someone getting knocked out and his mouthpiece knocked out too. Uh, then Charlotte comes in and says, "Please." Um, I don't think there's any. Uh, I don't think there's any profanity in these, uh, tweets. So I might, uh, just go into, yeah, I might just go into, uh, just, just, just play it. Just, uh, show it. Okay. Yeah, I didn't see any profanity in these tweets. Um, all right. So let me, let me bring these up, actually. Tweeted that while on SmackDown, Chris, look at the time of the tweet. (laughs) Now, that's funny. Um... Yeah, let me bring this up real quick. Uh, I'm trying. Let me see if I can. Oh, let me see if I can uh, bring that up. I'm enlarge it. Okay, let's see. Let me enlarge it real quick. Uh, okay. I'm going to enlarge this. Alright, so you see that CM Punk Khan saying no one's safe. Um, Orton says the whole thing about the glass houses and stones. Um, Then that's the article. Khan says that. Use the N word on Twitch. Brandy puts this gif, which is sad for this guy, but (laughs) <laughs> that, that that comeback is funny from Brandy though. Uh so Charlotte Fair says please. Um and then Brandy Rowe has a clown <laughs> response. <laughs> and then someone says that. And then Orton says <laughs> Jacksonville Dixie. He calls Tony Khan Jacksonville Dixie. Why else would I attack you? If I wanted to talk business, I'd call your father. Blows him a kiss. Um so some other verified he's a comedian i believe um so yeah that's that's pretty much it um and i think orton did something else but yeah that's that is funny man crazy crazy stuff that's uh happened um with that series of tweets there and Tony Khan was the one who made the first strike at CM Punk and CM Punk took the high road man look you you guys know of the past seven and a half years for those who've been here for a lot of that time and uh this PMP Nation have been around for for quite some time now I think it's I think you guys have been hanging up with me for um Close to two years. I think mania season will be two years uh for a lot of these people who are in the chat room right now. So you know um that uh I I have been very vocal about uh speaking against CM Punk. Um not a fan, um, just period. Uh but I I'm gonna defend CM Punk, man. I'm gonna p I'm gonna defend CM Punk. Um and he took the high road, man, and not get in the, in that mud. <laughs> and I think that was a really, really good call for Punk. So, kudos for kudos to CM Punk, man. Uh, you might be turning over a new leaf when it comes to a lot of things. Uh, obviously, he has he's back with the WWE in an indirect role. So, man, you know, CM Punk might uh, get in my good graces. Not that he cares, um, which. I don't mind that he cares, because he doesn't know who I am. Uh, But, you know, uh, he might be getting to my good graces. We'll see. So, CM Punk gets one of these. He he took the high road. Um, Punk said it best, take Twitter off your phone, Seth. Yeah, (laughs) true. So that's that. That's the uh, Twitter war between Orton and Tony Khan. That was uh, very interesting. It's not going to lead to anywhere, of course, but very interesting. Now, I thought that this was stupid, unfortunately. This is definitely a turn for the worst. uh, Bray Wyatt competed against um, Drew McIntyre in a dark match for the Universal Championship a steel cage, dark match on Raw. Okay, so there's a whole bunch of things wrong about that. Like a whole bunch of things just terribly wrong about that whole scenario. For one, he's a universal champion. Um, it's supposed to be SmackDown exclusive. What happened to the – I don't even care if it's dark matches. What happened to the integrity of keeping SmackDown, SmackDown, and Raw, Raw there's no, I mean, it's just really, it's it's a bait and switch. Because first of all, you're not going to have Drew McIntyre win the SmackDown Championship on Raw and go to SmackDown for it. It's just, and, and be on Team Raw this coming week. Like, it was such a bait and switch for Boston. Like, it was ridiculous. And keep Bray off of Raw. Why are you putting Bray on Raw? And there could have been so many other people who had, um, you know, could have been in a dark match. You know, is it a matter of Vince McMahon and company really wanting to shove The Fiend down her throat? Now, here's here's my critique for a lot of people. The Fiend is getting, quote, shoved down her throat after a few promos and a few matches. He's champ now. So we'll see what the reaction is. You booed Roman for being, quote, shoved down our throats. Seth Rollins is the new Roman Reigns now. Roman Reigns is actually getting cheered mostly. Uh, And Seth Seth Rollins is the new Roman Reigns when it comes to that. Now let's see what you guys do with the fiend Bray Wyatt. See if he treats, see if y'all treat him the same way. I would, I'm going to criticize that heavily. If that t- the same type of criticism doesn't go with Bray Wyatt because it does definitely seem as if WWE is heading that route as far as just us, you know, being on Bray Wyatt overload. Now, I like the character, he's supposed to be a heel. He played more of a baby face is what the, a lot of the tweets were saying for people who were there, which again makes it weird. And then you have a steel cage match. I remember back in the day with steel cage matches were culmination toward matches actually meant something. Uh so uh like I says uh Bray was calendared to be on Raw before beating being announced for SmackDown he's supposed to end his run on Raw uh, December 11th. I understand that for live events but at the same time it's like that's an actual raw televised, you know, type of dark match type of thing. And and, and even if he and and you can easily they make changes all the time. You know, they make change they make scheduling changes all the time. And and the thing is, uh, even even on top of that, you know, he's scheduled or not, people aren't coming to. They're they're not coming to Raw because they knew about Bray's uh, dark match. That I, I would imagine that someone wasn't thinking back and forth. Maybe someone could have, and they knew it because it might have been advertised locally for Boston, but which probably was advertised locally, locally for Boston. But at the same time, it's like keep up to keep up with the integrity. I think it's really a knock on WWE if they don't keep up to the integrity. So it's like one of those things that you knew that the draft was going to be, uh, you know, weeks and weeks ago. Take him off the advertisements. If he went to SmackDown, people should understand that, okay, he's a SmackDown guy now. He's off the advertisements because he's a SmackDown guy. And what makes it even worse? Even if even if you do advertise him, even if he does compete, first of all, he's competed as a baby face, which is, again, weird. That was stupid. You go against a heel, it would have been much better if you went against, like, a Ricochet or something like that. Because you just don't do that to Drew McIntyre either. So what makes it even worse, if even if you have Bray compete, okay. But what makes it even worse is that you have him you have Drew McIntyre <laughs> compete for the actual universal championship as if you know, a Kevin Nash versus Bob Backlund, you know, was gonna happen. Just a weird uh, a string of events that happened there And I thought that was really really odd So Bailey, as you can see From this picture here uh, So there's a, a Reddit account That's uh, kind of Creating some type of uh, Very interesting Conspiracy theory With uh, WWE um, I agree I agree Michael Brayson Carried belt. his alter, alter ego one I agree with that and I would I even pushed, you know, I even pushed for Bray to be on Raw and The Fiend to be on SmackDown. I think you really kind of stretch it that way. That would be really that would that would have been dope. Um if you have, you know, Bray on Raw and The Fiend on SmackDown, um <clears throat> and Bray not necessarily win matches and you know, win every, every a match or two and just kind of, you know, play even really a babyface route or something like that or you know it, it really really play on it and have the fiend do you know the fiend go to SmackDown, but uh yeah, so you can see that right there uh there's a conspiracy theory of a reddit user saying that um uh the reason why the that Bailey does not uh wear the um the championship is because that it would it would if you go down the column. It would say AEW. So, very interesting stuff. I I would see Petty WWE (laughs) makes sense to me. She actually kind of drapes it over um, herself. She kind of wears it, you know, uh, as a strap, kind of like like a a book bag or something like that, (laughs) Uh, like a strap book bag. Um but I, it makes sense though. It, it makes sense. It, it totally makes sense. Of course, this is a conspiracy theory. It's not, this isn't confirmed, but I can definitely see that being the case as far as uh, it being, you know, if you look at it, it's AEW. So very, very interesting stuff. All right. So let's get into raw and SmackDown. Um, Ron SmackDown grades real quick before we get to the flavor of the week and uh close out three ninety nine. Once again, uh, I gotta change all the promo material too to give Eddie Kingston some love. And put him on the uh <laughs> put him on the promo stuff too that it was uh, Eddie Kingston and Elijah Burke. We had a twofer for three ninety nine. What a what a go home show. That's like uh <laughs> That's like uh having a go home show for survivor series and having uh the undertaker uh come out un- unannounced or something like that so that was uh, that was really cool like Becky too about uh <laughs> I like it all right rolling smackdown um eh. uh I think have you ever heard my I might get pinged for this, so I probably won't play. I made a, you know, I'm a DJ. Uh, I, I did a uh, prolific, uh, a DJ prolific uh, mix of uh, mashup uh, with uh, Raw and uh, SmackDown, and I used to play it, when, when, it was all, when it was only audio. I would I would play it a lot, um, but WWE may ping me, but I usually do that with uh, with video stuff. And this is a mashup. This is a prolific mix too. So I might, I might play it. I'm gonna play it. Here we go. Yeah, I see all the comments there. Yeah, those are two of my favorite uh, that's probably my favorite Raw and uh SmackDown uh theme song. I like the one during like the Ruthless Aggression. You know it was my life, my line. Whatever the the uh matter of fact, I'm gonna get the um the lyrics. Uh let's see. Uh excess st- much success stress sucks. I want it all no less um let me see I think it was like I don't know 2003 or something like that I want it oh, all Yeah Yeah that's what it was That was the I want the lyrics for that Alright here it is It's been a long A long time Come on hey yo It's my life My time My rights My rhymes My primes My struggle Hustle sweating in My blood too My predator smells fear And I smell a lot My competitor smells fear And they smelled I was hot uh, yeah, so, yeah I want it all, excess, the sex and must success, stress sucks, I want it all No less, come on There you go, that was the stress down The Smackdown theme Lyrics there Uh, yeah And, uh, when they would have Like, Hustle Sweat My Blood too. you would have The Word Life, uh, John John Cena And Eddie, uh, Eddie Guerrero Was, uh Um on that Titan Tron too. I remember Big Show, I believe it was on that Titan Tron. I even think Nathan Nathan James was on that t- was on that uh intro video too. I think I remember Nathan James being on there. <clears throat> WWE pinged me last week for playing that C M Punk C M Punk uh video, by the way. So I'm over <laughs> I got a, I got a notification of my my YouTube. So I'm over, ladies and gentlemen. Uh <laughs> all right, so let's uh yeah, so let's see what we got. Uh, Raw C uh Michael and SmackDown D Huddle uh Raw and SmackDown F <laughs> uh Explain Ping, uh Michael's saying um hashtag ask Chris too, so I know exactly where to look at the the, the, the questions. Raw C plus SmackDown C. Uh when they ping you, uh if you um they they survey all the, the videos and stuff like that and uh if you uh use like some video for them, you can't get your stuff monetized and so uh they they, they want an all no less. <laughs> Speaking of SmackDown video, they don't want you to monetize uh your your video off of their likeness. Um, so, but the thing is it's then you can kind of argue public domain like twitter is you know fair use and youtube too, so like if it was like if you're if you are if you're playing like uh something from the network you know that 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 would be definitely uh not good because you have to pay subscription, but anybody can watch youtube um so yeah <clears throat> there's uh, PMP 400 Ts. Hey, if someone wants to make me PMP 400 Ts. I'm cool with it. All right, we got a roll. All right, so that's your Raw and SmackDown grades. All right, cool. Uh, let's get to let's get into some Flair of the Week. Um, yeah, Raw for me was probably a uh, probably a, probably a C minus. C- I wasn't too big on the invasion angle. SmackDown, the Miss TV thing. With uh, Bray Wyatt Keep chanting yes uh, C plus for that C plus for that Alright for the week time uh, Let's do this Just real quick for the next few minutes Just give me your favorite Survivor Series of all time Let's do this for the week It is go. now time for the Flavor of the Week Oh, righty. Then let's do this. What are your thoughts? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so everyone's in the chat room, um, and with this software that I have, I, you know, the, the whole thing, I wanted to get to the point where he was on video, yeah. He, you know, he didn't have like equipment or anything, but, uh, but yeah, I wanted him to, be, you know, there he is, he's right there. So, uh, yeah, so he's in a room right now, and you know, it was it was kind of two impromptu, yes, last week too, because the software I have, I can bring him on a Skype or anything like that, or Facebook and stuff, but it, it's just weird to connect that way. But I also have other, another software that was able to do the the video stuff too. And I was like, you know what? I got. I want to. I'm going to bring um, uh, Ice Train and and uh, and News on video. Um, Why don't I bring Evan on? Co-host with the most. So I sent him a link and he jumped on and um, he will be on video next week for PM so. All right, uh, he says uh, uh, Rossi Plus SmackDown C. Ever said that. Um, yeah. All right, what's your favorite Survivor Series of all time? What's your favorite Survivor Series of all time? We've got about uh, three minutes so uh, Again, next week, Eric off on video, TMP 400. going to make this uh, a fun, fun. Uh, it says uh, 2002. 2002. What else I got? 96 after that. Uh, 96. Lonzo said. Yeah, I really liked uh, O2 as well. <clears throat> um, yeah, he did. Uh, well, Rumble 92, Flare One. 87 says Michael. Yeah, probably the old school ones, man. Um, Yeah, yeah, 97. Yep, yep, 97. Uh, the old school was really good. Um, yes, he did do that. The the debut of Survivor Series with Montez the Rock. Yeah, I was a big, I was a big fan of old school Survivor Series. Just those old school teams, and they had the names, and really, like, really 87 because 87 um, it, it really kind of stemmed from Hogan and Andre, right? Because uh, the Barber Series was like they're like stemming off their feud, which is the reason why you know the team came out So, um, yeah, I might, I might want to go with 87. That was awesome. All right, ladies and gentlemen, this has been very, very fun. Um, what a what a show! Three ninety nine, uh, been absolutely amazing. Um, super fun, super awesome. I really, really appreciate everybody being a part of the show. <clears throat> Big shout out to uh, my boy. Eddie Kingston pulling through, uh, making it, doing doing his thing in the NWA, and uh, and of course uh, the Pope Elijah Burke coming through as well at the midnight hour, if you will, and uh, just uh, yeah, just a wonderful, wonderful uh, show of three ninety nine, four hundred next week, guys. Aaron Bischoff on video. Yours truly on video, Evertech crowd on video, PNP 400. Uh, you'll be wearing a uh, suit, uh, Evertech. I'll probably wear my Pancakes of Power sam shirt as, uh, as I'm thinking about it. For those who want a Pancakes of Power sam shirt, uh, message me. Um, hit me up on uh, Facebook for a message or email me. Um, and yeah, so yeah. Most of these going to uh, wear his shirt. Yeah, wear it. Well, if you got a PNP shirt, wear it. I'll be wearing mine. So celebrate 400 episodes. Fake dreads, tribute to <laughs> I think <dig> it. has <laughs> been fun, guys. Appreciate you all. Until next week, ladies and gentlemen, enjoy your week of wrestling. God bless. And always remember, I do it for you. Hey, everybody, like, share, subscribe, too. Let's spread this thing. Let's continue to make this happen. It's been so fun. Thanks, everybody. Appreciate y'all. Have a good night. God bless. Peace.